It's 2023, y'all. Happy New Year. So it's the beginning of the year. So I know that you're probably trying to catch a vision and get inspired to make this the best year possible, right? To be your best in your homeschooling, your mothering, your wifing, all of the things. And I think one of the best ways to get inspired is to look to the people who inspire us, to those who we admire. So I think it's fitting to get some advice from the greatest mother of all, Jesus's mother, Mary. So today I'm digging into Luke, looking at how Mary handled all of the things that God was calling her to. So we can learn some lessons and get some inspiration to make 2023 a year of blessings. Are you ready? Let's do it. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless. Welcome back to the Nourish Mom podcast. I hope that you have had a wonderful holiday season with your family and are ready to jump into the new year. So um, I just wanted to share with you some lessons that God was teaching me. As I was preparing for Christmas, I was reading through the accounts of Jesus's birth and I was reading about Mary. And I think it's so easy for us to gloss over this story because we've heard it lots of times before. But the Lord really put a couple of things on my heart. Lessons about motherhood and our callings to homeschool. Because God speaks to us through his word, right? He makes it personal. And as we read his word, he's going to teach us and show us some really important lessons. But before we jump in, I want to share with you our featured review for today from KSL123. She wrote, love this. Love all your advice and wonderful things that you have to say. You're the best. (laughs) And I love you and your outlook on motherhood. Awesome. Thank you so much. So inspiring. Guys, if you could pop over and write a review, I would greatly appreciate it. It is the number one way to help get my podcast seen and to reach more moms and to inspire them to walk this out with God and give them give them the tips and tricks to help them do it. And you could get your review featured on the podcast too. All right, y'all ready? All right, I'm reading from Luke 1. I'm starting in verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, 
Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Gabriel told Mary that she was highly favored and that the Lord was with her. And that's such an important thing for us to remember as we are going through all the things in motherhood and homeschooling and life. We need to remember that we are also favored and blessed and that God is with us. Ephesians 1, 3-5 tells us, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. It says we are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessing is available to believers through Christ. But sometimes we don't live like that, right? We don't walk it out. We live in doubt. Days are hard and we get overwhelmed. Maybe we're afraid our kids are falling behind or we can't keep up or we don't have the energy. But remember, it's God who goes before you. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Mama, you are blessed with wisdom and discernment from the Holy Spirit to make good decisions. You are blessed with patience and gentleness to handle the hard days. And if you're in a season where it doesn't feel like it, lean into God even more. Pray, turn to him in those moments of stress because he is there with you and he goes before you. And just as Mary was favored and chosen, so are you. God is with you every step of the way. Do not fear. And Gabriel went on to say, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be, will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, and of his kingdom, there will be no end. So Gabriel told Mary that Jesus would be called the Son of the Most High. Not only the Son of Mary, but the Son of God. And I wonder like if Mary found comfort in this, that her child, the child that she loved so dearly as her own, was God's child, which meant that God was watching over him right? I read this really good book with the kids over um, right before Christmas, The Legend of the Spider. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Um, Something like The Legend of the Spider, the Christmas spider. Oh my gosh. But there was a spider that protected baby Jesus and Mary and Joseph when Herod's troops were chasing them down. And the spider built a huge web over the cave that they were hiding in. And this is like a a legend that's been passed down. And in the story, Mary had such faith that everything was going to be okay, that God was going to protect them. Like, hey, Joseph, we have the son of God here and he is going to protect him. Like, obviously, we don't have to worry. But Joseph was nervous. And I just, I love that, that Mary was so She just trusted God so much that he would protect his son. How comforting to have that faith. But I want to tell you that we can have that faith in the protection over our children too. Your children are God's. He watches over them and protects them and he loves them. Isaiah 49, 25 tells us, Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken, and the prey of the tyrant be rescued. For I will contend with those who contend with you, 
and I will save your children. And we don't know what this looks like. We don't know what, what the future has to bring, but we can have faith that God works all things together for good, that he has good plans for your kids. Even when you feel like you're not getting any school done or your kids are constantly fighting or the baby's always crying, God has good plans for all of it. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Gabriel told Mary that nothing will be impossible with God. And I know that sometimes the things feel impossible. There's too much to do. The fighting, the complaining is overwhelming. You just can't get the school stuff done. Like, how can this be right? How can this all be possible? We just need to take a deep breath because nothing is impossible with God, right? We told you God goes before you. He has chosen you for this and he will equip you. Hebrews 13, 21 tells us that he will equip us with everything good that we may do his will. His will is that we shepherd and teach our children. And it's not impossible because he is with you, right? He's going to help you find the resources, the connections. He's going to give you the spiritual energy. So many times I get overwhelmed when the kids, guys, my kids have been fighting like crazy. And I just like, it drains my energy really bad. I get like really tired and overwhelmed from it. And I just have to stop and pray like, God, you give me the energy. Give me the energy to work through this with them, to disciple them, to be able to do the things today because I'm emotionally exhausted. And every time I say that prayer, every time he gives me the energy. And one of our most powerful resources that we can't neglect is his word. If you want to be the homeschool mom that God is calling you to be, you have to be in his word so that he can guide you and renew you and change your heart. And so that those words are on your tongue and on your mind when you come into those moments of like, I can't do it. 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17 tells us about the power of, a, of scripture to equip us. It says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God and woman may be complete, equipped for every good work. And this is good work that you are doing. This is good work that you are doing with your children in your home and God will equip you. And I want to point out Mary's response to Gabriel. Notice that when he told her what was going to happen, she wasn't like, um, are you sure? I don't think I'm cut out for this. I'm pretty sure I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not capable. It feels a little bit too hard. I'm not sure if I have enough energy for that. Or I mean, how many excuses could she have had for this? But she said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. So convicting. 
because so often I hesitate on what the Lord is calling me to do as a mother, as a homeschooler, as a wife. Sometimes it's because I doubt that I'm able. Sometimes it just seems hard and I wonder like, do I really have to do that? I'm pretty sure I can get by with like not doing that. And I'm just being passive or lazy. I heard a quote recently from Elizabeth Elliot that said, a whole lot of what we call struggling is simply delayed obedience. And it hit me really hard. The things that I'm struggling with, are they a result of me resisting what God is calling me to from me not obeying? Honestly, as I sat back and looked at the things I'm struggling with and what God has been calling me to, I think that most of them probably are. And I think that we should all take a minute to to look at that and to think like, what are you struggling with? Is it due to you not obeying God? Because he wants what's best for you. He wants the fruits of the spirit to grow in our lives. But when we are consistently resisting what he is calling us to, that growth is thwarted. And honestly, what God was calling Mary to is extreme, was extreme. And I think it's safe to say that it's probably much more extreme than the thing that he's calling us to. In her culture, there was the potential of the death penalty for adultery. But she trusted God and said yes anyway. What is God calling you to that you need to say yes to? I know I've got a couple of things of my own. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. What promises has the Lord spoken to you? Do you believe them? More importantly, are you living like you believe them? Or are you living in fear and doubt? I know that there are promises that the Lord has spoken to me that I sometimes doubt because they're a little slower than I'd like. And the growing pains are hard. Sometimes I get discouraged and I I lose my way. And I know that you guys go through times like this too. Fear and doubt have a way of creeping into our days and sometimes they show up like, like anxiety or stress or anger or a lack of patience. And I often have to remind myself throughout the day that the Lord is at hand. Like, chill. There's nothing wrong. Even when everything seems wrong, it seems like the little pieces of my day are falling apart, the Lord's promises are still true. And blessed is she who believes that there will be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Because when we believe... We live differently. We act differently. We respond differently. And that changes everything. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. 
For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. I pray that for 2023, that your soul will magnify the Lord, that you have the faith for your actions and your thoughts to declare his greatness to your children, to your family, to your community. Now I want you to grab a pen and a paper or a journal because I've got a few questions for you. Number one, how can these truths that we've just talked about change and inspire the way that you homeschool? Number two, are you fully stepping into what God is calling you and your family to? Are you saying yes? Number three, how can you step out in faith knowing that you are chosen and favored and that God is with you? Number four, what would you do differently if you fully trusted that the Lord will fulfill his promises to you? Don't skip those questions, really. Think about them, pray about them. Let the Lord inspire you and guide you to make some awesome changes for 2023 that will bring your family closer to God and step into all of the goodness that he has for you. All right, God bless. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.